I don't know how my car works. I really don't care. I said, <laughs> I know what I need to do. I need to keep gas in it. I need to change oil. I need to get the tires. And I need just to do the regular maintenance when it says I need to do the maintenance. When that teapot light turns on, which means your oil is low <laughs> or the oil needs to be changed. You know, people call that the teapot kettle or whatever it is. You bring it in and you get things worked on. Well, you're never going to fully understand all the ins and outs of all your funds and all the pieces with everything. But working with somebody that does and they'll take the time, they're not going to treat you like a second class citizen. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome into the Retirement Reality Podcast. Mike Koyanen is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services, and he's going to help you today set goals, set financial and retirement goals. Everybody talks about setting goals, making sure you have goals, what are your goals, all these questions. But do you know how to properly set a goal? Do you know if your goal is realistic? Is it achievable? Uh, we know there are plenty of situations where clients have come in and needed help setting goals, or they've come in with completely unrealistic goals altogether. So we're going to talk about quite a bit of that, and we'll uh, tackle that conversation in the show, as well as getting to a mailbag question from one of our listeners today on the episode. So let me welcome in Mike. Uh, Mike, how you doing today? Awesome. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are things around the office? Yeah, it is busy as usual, and um, you know we're fortunate to have some sunny skies again. I think the, back in January we had some. I think one of the cloudiest months ever. Hardly, I think there's one or two days of sunshine the whole month. So it's good to see sun. Uh, it's good to see the winters coming to an end. Uh, we've got new new advisors that are working with us now, so we've got a, a, a good team. We've expanded our team and. Yeah, just very, very thankful, very grateful for uh, being able to serve a lot of people in retirement. You guys are constantly growing. It seems like every time we talk, it's about growth, and which is awesome, which is good to hear. But you guys are always evolving, huh? Yeah, we well, have to, and we bring. We still we're in the uh, growth phase of our our business. You know, I you know, just turned forty eight, but my advisors are are younger than me, so we have this succession plan in place. But we're in that growth phase right now, and. You know, remember, I, I went, I've been in this industry since 2002, but I hadn't started building my own business since 2014. So uh, when I went, broke off and went independent. So you had to start over. And when you start over, you have to be aggressive and, and be busy and put a lot of hours in. And uh, we're, uh, we're in that growth phase. And, and maybe in four to five years, we might tail it down a little bit, but not right now. So, uh, and as we bring on new clients, we have to bring people to service them too. So yeah. uh, that's why we have plenty of staff for that. Well, great. That's great to hear. And I know when you guys have clients in and you're working with clients, you're always talking about setting goals. And that's the conversation we want to have today is how to set financial and retirement goals. You know, we talk all the time about how people need to give their dollars purpose or set goals for their retirement. And even specifically for certain investments, you want to have goals. But today we want to dive deeper into what different goals look like for various folks approaching retirement. How do you determine if a goal is realistic or even out of reach? Uh, Those are the things we want to tackle during this conversation today. So let's begin uh, with this conversation, Mike. You know, specific financial goals obviously are going to be different for every person, you know, that comes into your office. But what general goals do you feel like everybody can shoot for uh, when they're building a plan? Yeah, and I think starting when when a lot of people come in here for the first 
appointment or two appointments and we ask them what their goals are and really they they don't come up with this elaborate goals like they've been goal setting i wish they were but you know really the the two major concerns are and these are being publicized on in the media and, and articles all over the place number one goal for, for retirees is you know they don't want to uh, be a burden to their children in retirement they don't want to run out of money before they run out of life that's kind of a key that is they want do I have enough so we want to expand that and and give them some achievable goals so you know we ask them is it okay if we can you know would peace of mind be a important goal for you to have in retirement and without them really saying oh yeah that would actually be great because after we've been in a 11-year bull market it's the, we've never been in this type of uh, environment ever in history before but peace of mind because I said you know, looking back 2008, you were, again, you were 12 years younger than you are today. You had time for the market to recover. You don't have 12 years for it to do what it did the last 12 years because you're just that much older. So peace of mind is key. And that's one of the major, major goals. And it's an emotional goal, but it's one of the major goals we want our clients to have that when they're come on board as a client with us. And not only that, because peace of mind, because we educate them in understanding their situation. And that's really where we start off. You know, we can't make any recommendations or you know, proper goals without knowing where they're at today. So we actually take all their information and assess how they're doing things today, giving them analysis uh, of the plan they're on today, even though they said, well, I don't have a plan, I go, well, not having a plan is still having a plan. Uh, you're just planning to fail, right? Uh, that's mm-hmm. the old phrase out there. Those who fail to plan are planning to fail. But uh, so we have to show them this is how you're doing things today. And if you kept doing what you're doing, this is what it, or it's going to get you. And by comparing that to what we would recommend, that gives that people uh, gives them that peace of mind. Now you're never going to fully understand finances. This is what we do day in day out. You know, if there's a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer or or whatever you know, UPS driver, we work with all makes and models of people's and careers, right? But we don't need you to fully understand everything. We just need to have you understand the basic understandings of finances and retirement accounts and why we do things the way we do things for our clients so you have a good understanding, the basic understanding. And I will say that. I said, I don't know how my car works. I really don't care. I said, (laughs) I know what I need to do. I need to keep gas in it. I need to change oil. I need to get the tires and I need just to do the regular maintenance when it says I need to do the maintenance. When that, that teapot light turns on, which means your oil is low or the oil needs to be changed. You know, people call that the teapot kettle or whatever it is. You bring it in and you get things worked on. Well, you're never going to fully understand all the ins and outs of all your funds and all the pieces with everything. But working with somebody that does and they'll take the time, they're not going to treat you like a second class citizen. You know, when you come into the office, that's the key. We, we respect everybody who comes in here educate them as much as you can and people a lot of people come back says i apologize i know you've already answered these before but can you go over this again and we do that we're going to go over these plans with them and sometimes it's three four years in a row but the more we do it the more they're going to understand and they've never had that before yeah right well, when they come in, and you mentioned you you ask them, hey, okay, what are your goals? But what if somebody doesn't really have goals necessarily, or they are not completely sure what their goals are? Uh, they kind of think about a couple of different things, but how do you help somebody really kind of hammer down and determine what their own specific goals are? Yeah, f- first of all is figure out what that retirement date is. When is it that you would like to retire? And a lot of 
people haven't nailed down that date because they've never really put a plan together. So the key is we want to make sure that it's realistic for those people who haven't set any specific goals. So you have to just ask the right questions. What is important to them? If you didn't have to work, what would you be doing? And that's some of the things that they start thinking about. Not only just catching up on sleep, but spending time with the grandkids or fishing or golfing or traveling or you know, some people have these other ambitions they just put on the on the back burner, writing books and painting again and doing the things that really inspire them or volunteering. So the key is what is really the things that drive them? What's getting in the way, which is typically work and time. If you have the, uh, the ability to not work, what would you be doing? So, you know, find out what's the drive, find out what they have, assess their situation and give them a realistic approach uh, what's going to get them to retirement and, and how soon that would be. Well, I guess on the opposite side of that, there's people that come in with plenty of goals and some of those even being extremely unrealistic or they might just have some kind of generic goal like, hey, I want to make sure I have a couple million dollars in the account before I retire. What are uh, some of those unrealistic goals that you've actually seen people come into your office with? Yeah, we hear a lot of the same things. I'm not asking for a lot. Just give me 6 to 8% return with no risk and uh, <laughs> 100% liquid. I go, well, if you find it, tell me. There is no perfect investment out there. That's what I tell people. It's just a matter of being properly balanced, a lot of different asset classes to give you that, that ultimate type of investment portfolio. But there is no one uh, one investment that's actually right. So, so trying to give them realistic goals with you know with rate returns. A lot of people are looking for high rate returns. I said, well, if you want to get that average, that high rate return, you're going to take on a lot of risk. Mr. And Mrs. Johnson, is this appropriate for you? Would you be willing to lose 50 percent of your portfolio if we entered a recession by taking that that level of risk? Well, no, I don't want to lose that much. I said, okay, let's be realistic then about what kind of interest rates you're you're looking to achieve, because once you enter retirement, the, the you know the the game plan changes. You know, you no longer can contribute to your IRAs and 401ks. Now you just retire with a bucket of money that has to extend 20, 25, 30 years. Taking high risks in retirement typically is not uh, something that we're recommending. Qualified risk, which means you're just choosing what level of risk is appropriate, but how much risk can you afford? And that's what we talk about as well. And also taking out a lot of money. I think that's a big thing. Uh, a lot of people said, I should be able to take out 5% a year, you know, five and a half, six percent 6%. I said, well, you had to look at what has what the, the market even averaged in the last 20 years? I didn't do the average for ending 2019 yet, but when we looked at January 1st of 1999 to December 31st, 2018, the S&P averaged 3.63%, so under four. So that just means, you know, if you wanted to take out just interest only out of your account, you can take out three, about, roughly about 3.6% and not touch your principal. But most people are taking out more than that. Uh, if they want to take out five, well, eventually your principal is going to be being depleted. And if you're taking out a higher percentage than that, we've had some people coming out, take out 8%, 10%. I said, well, you're going to run out of money in 12 to 15 years. And that's what our program will show as well. So we just want to be realistic about what's appropriate withdrawal rate. What can you realistically be able to take out out of your accounts and make that money last? Well, if somebody's listening to this episode and they say, okay, let me start putting together my goals. What would you tell them in terms of like, how how can you know if your financial goal is, is realistic, if it's achievable goal, or if you should kind of change it up a little bit? 
Yeah, have a have a scenario run. Have a uh, and here's a where's one thing I would really recommend a lot of clients in retirement, especially when it comes to budgeting and expenses. When they come in and say, "I can get by in thirty five hundred dollars a month," I go, "Well, I can't." So, I'm, and that's great if you guys can, but if you can really do that, I said, try to do a dry run. Try to live off of that for three months before you retire. So, if you think you can live off of thirty five hundred dollars a month, do it for three months before retirement, that'll give you a realistic idea, is that limited budget going to work for you? A lot of times it doesn't, but that's important to try that. But when we run scenarios for our clients, we don't run best case scenarios, and I think that's important to do, to see as well. I think a lot of other financial firms are running these hypothetical scenarios that are based off interest rates that are really unachievable, and they're running them off of six to 8% returns. We usually run our, Ours at a very moderate return of four. <laughs> We're not blue sky on anybody. We want to prepare for the worst, hope for the best. We want to underpromise and overdeliver is our goal. We we don't want to make your your retirement to look like you know it's going to blow things out of the water. We hope it does, but we're not trying to uh, put some unrealistic expectations out there. So. I think that's important to be really realistic with your rate of returns, your withdrawal rates, percentages. Those are some of the key points uh, when you're looking being realistic. And with your expenses, too. Again, I had a client in last night, and when they came in, they thought their expenses were about $6,500 a month, uh, which is fairly strong, I, I believe. But then they said, you know, we are wrong. We went back and looked at our budget. We're spending about $9,600 a month. <laughs> and we want to maintain that because, yeah, it's a lot. But they said, we travel. We want to travel. We're going to do a lot of traveling in the next 10 years, like major trips. And so when you factor in about twelve to $15,000 a year for travel, yeah, it could be, uh, it's, you're going to spend more money. I've had some people spend 35000 a year in travel in the first five years of retirement. So everybody has different goals, but we want to be, we want to put those in the scenarios to be realistic about how long your money is going to last. Yeah, it's important to put those uh, goals together. If you haven't already, hopefully uh, after hearing this conversation, you'll start doing so and take some of those, uh, some of the things that Mike has said and, and put them into play for you. But if you want to sit down and just have that conversation and figure out what your goals need to be, Mike and his team, as you hear, can help work you through those goals and help you figure out what's realistic and achievable for you and what needs to be realistic for you based on what your situation is and what you want your retirement to look like. So that's all part of the conversation and you can have that with them by connecting online at principalpreservationservices.com or over the phone at 855-987-8888. Somebody will be there to answer your phone call and put you in touch with somebody on Mike's team at uh, Principal Preservation Services. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Let's now go to the mailbag and answer a question before we close out our show. If you haven't uh, sent one in before, you can do so anytime. Mike's uh, open and willing to take on whatever conversation uh, (laughs) you have in mind. Just about, I guess, just about. I should put a little qualifier Just about, yeah. Let's (laughs) Uh, give it the finances. But how about Social Security? Let's let's go that direction. I know that's something that he'll talk about quite a bit. So Jerry writes in with a Social Security question. He says, I just looked at my Social Security estimate, and it shows how much I'll get if I started at age of 62, 66, and 70. I'm blown away by how much more I get at 70, so I'm inclined to just wait until then to start it, even though I'll probably retire around 66 or 67. I'm assuming that putting it off like this is the best course of action for someone like me. Is that right? 
Oh, maybe. And uh, if you're impressed with those numbers on your social security statement, uh, what I can tell you is most likely it'll be even better than what you see in the statement. Because one thing that uh, Social Security Administration doesn't do is factor in future cost of living adjustments. They always figure the future is zero, uh, but they'll add them each year. So if you're looking at your benefits and you look at my numbers at 70 is, you know, just say it's 3000 or whatever that might be. Well, it's going to be higher. You just figured there's averaging about a 2% cost of living adjustment. I know this year was only 1.6% cost of living. Last year was 2%, 2.8 the year before, or vice versa. I got the, the two mixed up, but it was, it was, it's averaging over two in the last few years as well. But so if you're impressed with that, that's that it'll even be better now if health is not an issue and we also have to look at that this is why it's important to plan if health isn't an issue and if you have the other funds to do it that's great i i, I fully 100 percent agree to delay social security as long as you can if you have the other funds to do so to get it there because that rate return on your social security benefit from full retirement age 66 to uh 70 is going to grow 8% plus cost of living. So you're looking at a nine and a half, ten percent 10% return on your money, which is guaranteed. And that's not guaranteed in the market. So if you have the funds to do it, to get there, do it. And if you're married, Jerry, if I'm not sure if you're married or not, but if you are married, uh, your spouse will be happy if you have the bigger benefit, because if something happens to you, your spouse will inherit the larger benefit. And if you max yours out till 70, that will go to her if you do pass on. So I think it's good thinking and it's a good idea, but just double check to make sure it fits your plan. Well, thanks for the question, Jerry. Uh, something to consider. Obviously, there's a lot of factors to go into your Social Security, uh, but you want to make sure you get it right when you claim it uh, the first time. So having that conversation is very important. Well, Mike, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I think a good conversation on setting goals. We all need to have them. It is very, very important, not only just for finance, but for life in general, but making sure you uh, set achievable goals and actually achieve them. That's that's the biggest part of it is actually get to those uh, those goals that you set for yourself. Yeah, don't set them and forget them, but set them and, and uh, stay on top of them is is important to make sure you're you're on the right path. No doubt. Well, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Re- the Retirement Reality Podcast. You can see all past episodes uh, online and you can listen to them right there at principalpreservationservices.com. You can also subscribe and have the next week when it comes out delivered right to you. But uh, there's a plenty of resources on Mike's site as well uh, beyond setting goals if you want to get some more information before setting up a time uh, to sit down with Mike and a member of his team to, to talk about your retirement plan. But biggest thing is that you're having those conversations with somebody and that you're getting your plan in order because it's your money and uh, and your life and you want to take care of it. So thanks, Mike, for your time today. We appreciate it. Uh, and we'll yeah, talk to welcome. you pretty soon. That was a great time. Take care, Ben. information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.